was kind of a, just kind of a bigger picture thing. When um, after the Rose Bowl game, Coach Pete kind of in the press conference talked about how you guys were going to take a really long look at kind of the offense and, and maybe the, the slow starts at times and just some of those things. But when you guys kind of broke everything down, what what really kind of stood out to you guys in terms of the things that went right and the things that went wrong? Yeah, well, I think it always always comes down to execution, you know, and uh, and for the most part, how can you put put the players in position uh, to be doing things they do every single day over and over again. And so number one thing we're really trying to uh, get out of this spring camp is simplifying this process, simplifying what we're doing, allowing these guys to uh, get muscle reps, if you will, over and over and over again at the same things we'll be doing this season. So from a basic coaching standpoint, how do you get simple? I mean, it, it, it sounds like an easy concept, yeah. but it, it, what really is involved in kind of maybe paring things down to some of the Yeah, I mean, I think you got to first and foremost make sure that, that the plays you're running have answers, you know, because if you're going to simplify things, obviously those plays are going to have to work against a lot, of, a lot of different defenses. But, you know, for the most part, again, just forcing yourself as hard as it can be sometimes as a coach. Um, if, if, if you – if you like it but you don't love it, sometimes it doesn't need to be in in the spring, you okay. know. And I think that's probably the biggest thing: getting good at what we need to get good at. And personally, for you coming back as a play caller, how would you kind of assess that in, in terms of coming into the spring and what you needed to, to work on? Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't really assess it that differently than any other year. I really don't. I mean, I think it's. I don't care if you're a GA, a QC, a position coach, a coordinator. Uh, every day is is you against you, you know, and getting as good as you can get. And I think uh, uh, it's that constant state of improvement, and that's where I'm at with everything. What did you learn about yourself as, as a play caller last year? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, there's definitely, uh, you know, some, at times I've said this, there's a, there's a game within the game. Uh, you play such good defense, you know, and you, you better be careful because at times you can certainly uh, start calling it sometimes not to win but to not lose. And so, uh, you know, the biggest thing is, we got to create energy with these guys. These guys are college kids. I want them out here having fun. I want them taking chances, and uh, I gotta, I gotta bring that by a lot of the plays we call. So you, you probably already missed this part, but I mean, can you give a rundown about how the quarterbacks are doing and, and what you see in them, and, yeah. and how and how that's going? It's going awesome. You know, it, it's funny because. Uh, uh, each five of them, they've got certain strengths that the others don't, and then certain of them have certain weaknesses that they got to work on. So everybody, again, is uh, is in a battle with themselves. Um, we, we like where we're at, there's no doubt. We think this is a talented group. It's an eager group. Um, and so that's where we're at after four days. How much how can Hunter... The, the five guys, how, how are you kind of assessing them, and, and, and how do they look? And has somebody kind of jumped out at you yet, yeah. or...? I don't really think anybody's jumped out, to be honest with you. I think there's been highs for each guy. There's been lows for each guy. Um, they're competing extremely well, and uh, we'll just see who can make plays out there. How much does Hunter Bryant change the dynamic of your play calling? <laughs> yeah, it changes it a lot. You know, I think uh, everybody knows here at Washington, uh, we feel this is tight end you. You know, and when you got when you got guys like that who can be in the run game and spread them out and do those things in the pass game, it's a game changer. Terrell Bynum shows up uh, quite a bit so far. What do you like about his game? Yeah, I've been fired up about him and, and a couple other guys, really. I think Andre Bocelli's doing a great job. Chico McClatcher being back is one of the cooler things of this spring. Um, you know, I think Terrell's been playing consistent, making pl uh, plays with the ball in the air and, uh, you know, not thinking as much, which I think is awesome. When you hit that second, third year, you just kind of go out there and, and trust your athleticism. You don't have your security blanket of a four-year starting quarterback and running back, but you have this amazing offensive line almost intact. Uh, how's that help you out? Yeah, I mean, those guys, uh, 
Those guys got a ton of experience. It's always going to start with them. Scott Huff does as good a job uh, with that group as anybody in the country. And so it is definitely a nice feeling of just breaking in some guys on the outside. But those five guys, um, you know, being able to play as one. Any new ideas Junior Adams brings to the table for the coaching staff? He's been amazing. I think uh, it's been so valuable for him being a coordinator, you know, over the last two, three years, just the perspective he has on things. Um, and then we've been super, super fired up about him being here. You mentioned Terrell Byron. You said not thinking as much. How does that show up on the field? What's the difference that you see in him? You know, I think it's just like, uh, you know, that mental image comes to mind, and then you just go play as opposed to thinking, okay, what am I doing here? What's the defense? And before you know it, the ball snapped and the play's already over. And so I think for all those guys, that's really what we're working about at any position, quarterbacks, running backs. What's that mental picture? Process it in about seven seconds and just cut it loose. I don't know if you've touched on this, but just having a guy like Trey Adams as your left tackle, how much does that kind of put you at ease knowing that you have that experience and yeah. everything he brings? Well, I just love coming to the facility every day with Trey Adams. He's like one of the best dudes on this team, and I think that's huge because I think guys just feed to that energy. Obviously, having him as our left tackle, it's uh, it's a huge blessing. Simplifying things, and you know, Chris brought up how Coach Peterson said we're going to take a deep look at the offense. Has there been any kind of philosophy change in, in terms of how you guys are approaching it? I don't think so. Um, you know, again, I think it's just forcing ourselves to to find out what it is we really, really like and getting as many reps as we can on it. Going back to Bonham for a second, you know, all these guys are kind of the man in high school, and then sometimes they have to, when they get back, and they're just another jersey number at college. Is it just a case where it takes sometimes a different amount of time for different guys when the when the light comes on? I mean, is it just because it looked like, you know, the last time we got a chance to see Terrell inside, he really it looked like uh, everything was clicking for him. Yeah, you, you never totally know. I think once in a blue moon you get a guy that steps on campus and, and the adjustment is is not very great. You know, like Miles Gaskin, the day he got here, everybody was kind of going, okay, this guy's probably going to play. Okay. For the rest of the guys, um, you know, I think they all take it at a different pace. You know, the adjustment and the school and the social experience and the football side of it. Um, but, you know, we're just fired up when we see a guy that's consistently been working towards it and starting to, to get what he deserves. Also, with so many guys out, too, with, with the Ty Jones and an Aaron Fuller and a Quentin Pounds. Is that a situation where he senses opportunity? I hope so. You know, that that's always the uh, – we can never tell you exactly when that opportunity is going to come, but when it comes, you got to be ready. And so it's, uh, it's awesome to see him making plays. Not to lose thing. Was there an example that you can think of where, where that happened, where you were a little too concerned? You know, just early in the year, you, you feel at times maybe you turn the ball over in spots you don't want to turn it over, and uh, you know you can just rely. You know, sometimes you can just rely on those big boys and controlling the clock and running it, and uh, and uh, really keeping that defense in a good position. There's not a game that comes to mind in particular. Uh, you know, I think the Utah, the first Utah game, certainly came to mind um, at their place. Also, was curious too with with. Out the four-year starter quarterback, does that also kind of go into simplifying things? Because you're no matter what happens, you're going to be kind of breaking in a new guy. I know Jake has some playing time, but you know whether it's any of the five guys, does that kind of factor into it a little bit? Yeah, I think so, but I do think the number one overall assessment in general, whether Browning was here or a new quarterback is here, is, is simplifying it and, and getting these guys good at what you need to get good at. Yeah. And, and, and really, Bush, what do, you, what do you think you guys were really good at last year? Certainly running the football, you know, and I think uh, I think we executed, you know, on third down, and and uh, but at times we certainly felt like we had to be perfect, you know, on every drive. And so, point of emphasis: trying to get some free yards, trying to create explosives, and certainly just 
you know, trying to simplify the offense. And you talked about Miles, how he just kind of had that swagger, that you know, that yeah. thought about him. When you're trying to replace a guy like that, do you just have to? Because I know you guys love the next man up mentality and mindset, right. but is, is it that simple that you just try to find the next man up, or do you feel like you kind of have to? maybe reproduce some of that that yardage in the aggregate and try to get everyone involved yeah i mean you don't replace miles gaskin you know what i mean it just is what it is i mean i you know we've been coaching for a long time and guys like that don't come around very often but um you certainly find your strengths and and i think those other backs have done a tremendous job and in kind of building their personality and who they are as a runner and a blocker and uh we go from there have you have you seen kind of salon take that because i know they were very close and do you see him trying to take that mantle? Whether whether or not you guys want to do something a little different, do you get the sense that he wants to try to be just like Miles if he can? Yeah, I think for for any player who's who's maybe been a really really good number two, you know, whether it happened with with Pettis when Ross left, or whether it happens with Savon or, or whatever the case, uh, you know, your eyes can get a little big. But I think the biggest thing is just staying focused. Do what you do that's gotten you to that point to be a really really good player, and. Uh, as your as your reps increase, make the most of it.